0: You know, special interests are often seen as a reward by well-meaning parents or teachers. Like, you'll be allowed to read your climate change books if you get straight A's or whatever it is. You sit quietly during circle time, whatever you're supposed to do. But I I really want to draw out that her special interests saved her life. Yes. And so did my music 100% saved my life.
1: Yeah. And that is the way of our brains, that is the way of our people. We need our spins in order to survive.
0: Episode 15, Greta is Autistic.
1: Welcome to the Autistic Culture Podcast. Each episode, we dive deep into autistic contributions to society and culture by introducing you to some of the world's most famous and successful autistics in history.
0: Before we get started, a quick disclaimer on how we use the word autistic. The purpose of this show is not to diagnose the people or characters we discuss as autistic. While some may have announced being autistic, what we're really sharing here is our observation of what is representative of autistic culture. It can sometimes be difficult for autistic people to celebrate our natural tendencies and traits due to the perception of autism as a disorder that needs to be fixed a long history of damaging medical interventions to get autistics to fit in with mainstream culture, and protective masking skills many of us have developed to try to stay safe.
1: Whether you are autistic or just love someone who is, your hosts, Dr. Angela Loria, the linguistic autistic,
0: and licensed psychological practitioner, Matt Lowry, welcome you to take this time to be fully immersed in the language, values, traditions, norms, and identity of Autistica. Autistic. Autistic. Okay, Matt, welcome back to the pod, and I've got a question for you. Can you name a famous vegan who doesn't fly on airplanes and who recently took down Andrew Tate with a single tweet?
1: Oh, that sounds like uh, the (laughs) notorious Greta Thunberg, one of my heroes.
0: Yeah, the the notorious GT. Oh, yes. That's right. Today's topic on the Autistic Culture Podcast, the one and only Greta Thunberg. And yes, we will get to the Andrew Tate takedown. So hang in there because I know we're all looking forward to that bit of fun. But first, I want to take you back to the beginning. Uh, So I feel like Greta is so in our consciousness. And maybe that's just because I'm autistic, and so it was very easy to notice and spot her as her as her meteoric fame grew over the late 20-teens. But for those of you who don't know, Greta was born in 2003, and in 2011, she had a class at school. She was eight years old, um, had a class in school where they talked about um, the climate crisis, and she sank into a deep depression. Now, I remember hearing this because and noting it at the time because when I was 10, there was a lot going on with the Russians were going to bomb us. There was this movie called The Day After. I remember And my that. parents, yeah, my parents told me I was not allowed to watch it. And I snuck out of my room and like peered out my door and watched my parents watching The Day After and then could not sleep for all of fifth grade. And I did not start a nuclear protest. Instead, um, I turned to music. So this is where my special interest in music began. And it started with the Sting song, The Russians.
1: Oh, so, interesting.
0: Yeah, that song. So it's um, if the Russians love their children, too is like the chorus. And so in Europe and America, there's a growing feeling of hysteria, conditioned to respond to all the threats of the uh, historical speeches of the Soviets. Mr. Khrushchev says we will bury you. I don't subscribe to that point of view. It would be such an ignorant thing to do if the Russians loved their children too. Wait, I'm like seriously about to cry. Because that was the first time I was like, "Oh, those parents do love their kids, and maybe we won't all die in a nuclear holocaust." And I finally was able to sleep again by just listening to that one song for a year over and over again. <laughs> that was my that was my safety. So what Greta did was she stopped talking. Oh wow. Um she had been an an avid piano player, that was her early special interest. She stopped talking, she stopped laughing, and she stopped eating, which is what really got her parents um attention. She lost I have no idea what this means, but she lost 10 kilos?
1: That's quite a in bit of two mass. 2 months? Wow.
0: I I don't know what a kilo is, but I'm assuming she didn't have many kilos because she was only uh, eight years old. So um, they were ready to hospitalize her. Are you going to report to me on how much ten kilos is?
1: Uh, according to the Google, that's uh, 22 pounds for a child
0: in two months. Wow!
1: Yeah, that in two months. That Meanwhile, is a I think I gained ten
0: kilos because all I did was eat when I thought about the uh, Russians bombing us. But um, stop! She she they were on the brink of hospitalizing her, and um, her she was she was down to three foods. There were only three things they could occasionally get her to eat: rice, avocados, and gnocchi which I'm a yes on all three. I feel you, Greta. Uh, Avocado took me a long time because of the green factor, but the rice and the gnocchi, yes. Oh, yeah. One hundo. So um, when she was in there, they're like checking her in. They're like processing her to, you know, put her into treatment. And they diagnose her with, uh, what. what was then called, so this is 2011, so forgive us, we will switch to the term autism, but she was diagnosed with Asperger's, what was called then Asperger's, and OCD. Whenever they talk about this in the press, they actually also say she was diagnosed with a third thing, which is selective mutism. Um I think that's also called autism? Yeah. I, yeah. I think we already got that one covered.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and like Asperger's, we now try to refer to it as situational because no one selects to be mute, but there are situations where we go mute.
0: Ah, okay, I didn't know that distinction, but I definitely have situational mutism. Oh, yeah. Um, also situational narcolepsy, but that's a whole other issue. It's like my system will just shut down if I am not supposed to be there.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and so Greta shares, even at 11... When she gets this diagnosis, and side note here, and I'd love you to comment on this, at the same time, they ended up diagnosing her sister, who's like three years younger, with ADHD. But not autism. But not autism.
1: Fascinating.
0: Yeah. Also, what do we think about Uh, her parents? exactly.
1: Exactly. I have
0: theories, people. Yeah. So at the time, though, her family viewed this as a relief. So um, what Greta said, and this is a quote from Greta, when I felt the most sad, it was when I didn't know I had autism. I just thought, I don't want to be like this. I don't want to feel like this. And the diagnose hel- The diagnosis helped me get the support I needed and made me understand why I was like this. That's good. That's great,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, because it's it's very tough to be autistic in an holistic world, especially if you don't know that you're autistic. Yeah, you and her parents of-
0: weren't, like, arguing and being like, no, I don't want to give her that label.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that, God. Okay, yeah, so go
0: she gets her diagnosis. She's starts to feel better. She's on the uptick. And she writes this essay on global warming for an essay contest. It gets a lot of attention. It was just like a school essay contest. But local activists reach out to her and say, will you read your essay at our event? Will you come to our meetings? Will you do whatever these things with us? And Greta gets involved. She's like, I'm going to meet with people. I'm going to work with people. I'm going to make friends. This is going to be so fun. It was 0% fun. Did not have fun. Um, she's like, what the hell are these meetings? These people are literally crazy. And every time she would try and do something, there were all these reasons not to do it. Like, People didn't like her ideas. They would change her ideas. They would like, everything moved really slow. And she was like, I'm just going to do this on my own. Yeah. So she, um, a lot of people think she came up with the idea for the school strike. We're going to talk about her uh, school strike for climate. Actually, one of the people at one of these events at the beginning of her activism career had suggested it and the idea was thrown out. So she tried to get people to sign up. She did like a, you know, Google form, sign up if you want to come. Nobody wanted to come. She told her parents, her parents are like, absolutely not. That is not what's going to happen. You are not missing school. And she said, I'm doing it anyway. So she skipped school um, starting in August of 2018, which feels like a minute ago to me.
1: Yeah. That was the
0: first Strike. It's been like 226 weeks or something now, but she spent the day camped in front of the Swedish parliament. Famously, you've probably seen pictures of her holding the sign that says school strike for hum- hunger. And a year later, there were millions of students striking. Oh, sorry, school strike for climate. There were millions of students around the world doing school strikes for climate.
1: That's awesome.
0: Which is so cool. And it led Time Magazine to name her their 2019 Person of the Year. And um, everyone was nice to her and she was accepted and beloved by all. Oh, wait. Nope. She was trolled by Putin.
1: Oh, Trump, God.
0: And Bolsonaro in Brazil. Um. Like violently trolled. And um, she's like just a kid. She was just like a kid with a crazy idea, using her special interests to save her life, which is what we do. Yeah. And is being trolled by. World leaders of some of the biggest and most important
1: countries, so yeah yeah, you you think that world leaders would have more on their plate to deal with than uh, trolling a child
0: you would you would um so well, first of all, I want to talk about bullying. What are some of your experiences around autistic kids and bullying? because I don't think she was alone, although most people don't get Putin.
1: Yeah. (laughs) uh, Well, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You you don't get a massive uh, totalitarian plutocrat, uh, harassing you on Twitter like that. But yeah, uh, being autistic when I was younger, I, I was bullied a lot because I was just weird. I was also, uh, I, I found an outlet because I was super smart and I got into the gifted program and I got to work in a lab when I was 14 and had a lab coat and, uh, yeah, I, I found my out through being gifted, but I, I know there's a lot of autistic people in the world, uh, at kids who are bullied, adults who are bullied, and they don't have the same escape, and it's tough. It's tough to be different.
0: Yeah, and here's the thing, is like the feeling of being bullied by, let's just say, your classmates. Yeah. Like, that's hard. But now, imagine that on Twitter by, if it's Putin and Trump, it's also all their followers.
1: Yeah.
0: So she had a lot to deal with. And what she thought about that is really telling. And I think this is because she was in an environment, or maybe the environment was just her own head, but she didn't feel bad about being autistic. So her thought was, wow, if they are taking the time to bully me, I must be really
1: powerful. Ooh, that's a good reframe. I like that. Right?
0: And it was her, it was her like natural approach to this. She's like, oh, this is a sign to keep going. Most of us, when we're bullied, we're like, hey, this is a time to, stop, check in, make adjustments, be liked. I don't want to be kicked out of the society because I might not have access to food and resources. But she was like, oh, no, this is awesome. This means, like, these people talking about me means I have potential to do a lot of good here.
1: That's awesome.
0: So um, this is where I think... Autistic culture can be really helpful because no everyone will say, you know, like everybody, uh, you know, everybody gets negative feedback. You got to keep going. People say that, but it is not always easy to keep going if your primary goal is to be accepted by everyone. And here, uh, this is from that, uh, the New York Times person, person of the year. This is what I said, New York Times, but it's Time Magazine's person of the year. This is a quote from them about how autism maybe actually helped Greta become this global phenomenon.
1: She dislikes crowds, ignores small talk, and speaks in direct, uncomplicated sentences. She cannot be flattered or distracted. She is not impressed by other people's celebrity, nor does she seem to have interest in her own growing fame. But these very these very qualities have helped make her a global sensation. Where others smile to cut the tension, Tunberg is withering. Where others speak the language of hope, Tunberg repeats the unassailable science oceans will rise cities will flood millions of people will suffer you'll just say it yeah by the the way I
0: would like to take a moment here to compliment your pronunciation of Thunberg oh it is much better than mine Uh, where does uh, we need to take a little sidetrack here a little amazing in our conversation how do you know how to pronounce these things in this way
1: I, I watch a lot of TV or uh, well, uh, in these days, YouTube, because, you know, I've I, I, I've but I've I've got following the little diphthong.
0: I don't have I can't make my mouth do that diphthong.
1: Um, I, 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 I Thunberg. Thunberg. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting thing especially uh, so one of the things I was thinking about uh, this actually is a very interesting tangent I was thinking about yesterday how different people pronounce uh, with a flat tongue versus a pointed tongue uh, D's uh, D or T's or, mm-hmm. or T's and uh, it was because there was some sort of Christmas song that my son was listening to and I was wondering where this woman came from turns out she's from Tennessee but she pronounced Things with a flat tongue instead of a pointed tongue, which makes it sound like she's from Kosovo. I don't oh. know. It's very, but again, the Tunberg is a very flat t- uh, tongue T instead yeah. of a pointed tongue T. Yeah, my tongue uh, doesn't uh, like to do it. Yeah. My
0: tongue is not flexible on these things, but you're doing great. I'm not doing great. Listen to Matt's pronunciation, not mine. Um, I'm sure Greta is uh, very familiar with her name being mispronounced in preparing for this episode. I watched about a thousand videos and her name was pronounced a thousand ways. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you get the soft th, then you know you're in the wrong territory.
0: Or Thunberg, yeah. Thunberg, Tunberg. I've got. I've heard it all now, but I, but I believe in yours. So at least as an American pronouncing, doing our best here. Anyway, uh, Greta will just say stuff because she's not like, she's got people pleaser on zero. <laughs> not there. Now I want to talk a little bit about um fa- the fawn response because i do know f- the fawn like fight flight freeze or fawn mm-hmm. like fawning is i'm not i'm not trying to say here 100% of autistic people do not people please that's not it, that is not how this particular situation works but can you talk about um kind of those different responses and where how that works
1: oh, well so it all comes down to the amygdala. The amygdala is the center for all the the various Fs, fight, flight, fawn, and a few others that... Uh, freeze.
0: Freeze yes. is mine. Yes, Freeze exactly. is mine. I go do nothing. I'm just brain blank, movement blank. It's like someone points a gun. It doesn't matter how dangerous the situation is. I have nothing, no movement.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and because we're autistic, our... Our, our autistic brains have hyper connected amygdalae, which means that we're more likely than holistic people to have these sort of intense trauma responses. We're more in, we're more likely to fight, fight, freeze, fawn, uh, all the others. But this is a big thing. This is a big reason why we, we might avoid fights. We might. Engage in fights. And uh, it seems like Greta has uh, turned that into full assault on the things that are killing the earth because she's a problem solver. She says, clearly, this is not working out. Instead of freezing, instead of fawning, instead of saying, "Ah, oh, yes, all you rich, powerful people who are you know distressing me, she's going to take you down. And She sure is. Here's that's Gre- wonderful.
0: Here's what Greta said. Can you read this tweet from her?
1: I have Asperger's, and that means I'm sometimes a bit different from the norm, tweeted Greta. And given the right circumstances, being different is a superpower.
0: Yes, no, agree, disagree, superpower.
1: I, I, I really like that. Well, and that's a big thing for us because... We uh, one of the big things about being neurotypical uh, is being typical, not standing out from the crowd, not uh, uh, doing your best to blend in your entire life. Like noted neurotypical Bob Bobkins. because, you know, <laughs> you live your entire life, work in a cubicle, go to work, come home, do your thing. That's life. Autistic people. We don't really have that. We we are we we are born into a world where things are much more intense for us. We don't stand, we will, we don't have the option of just going with things because we inevitably stand out. So we have a very, very different profile of strengths and weaknesses. And I, I, I present this to people like, look at Superman. Superman is strong enough to push around the moon, but his weakness is a green rock. Aquaman can come up and pick up the green rock and juggle it. Aquaman's not going to be hurt by the green rock. It's such a really weird weakness for someone who can do so many impressive things. And that's the thing with us autistic people. We often have really, really intense strengths, but also very, very weird weaknesses that throw us off completely. Inevitably, We will have green rocks thrown at us that will knock us down for weeks on end, despite the fact that we're able to do amazing things otherwise. When autistic people find a special interest, they go deep and have a lot of knowledge, even if they don't have that formal education background to go with it. If you want to capture your spin in a book, check out Angela's work at differencepress.com, differencepress.com. And find out more about becoming an author and establishing your credibility with a book.
0: Here's this 16-year-old girl who's dealt with eating disorders, depression, like so many things. And not that long ago, you know, this is she's still young. She's like uh, 15. She's 15 at this point. And there are multinational companies and country leaders and all of their followers and paid PR firms spreading rumors around her, about her and around her, um, saying she was being paid saying that she was like a shill, that she was being used, that she was doing this to make money, Uh, people making fun of her for being autistic, which still happens to this day. Jump on TikTok. I found some not cute things there. And um, even though her parents were very accepting of her autism diagnosis, they were not very accepting of the school strike. They wanted her to go to school, so they didn't support the school strike. This wasn't them. It's not Munchausen's by proxy, but it's like dance moms. This wasn't her mom trying to, like, my daughter could be a superstar. This was all Greta. She makes no money doing it. She wasn't doing it for fame. She wasn't doing it for a country. She was doing it to survive, and I mentioned what I did to survive was listen to a lot of music, often on repeat. Um, you talked about diving into lab work. This is what she dove into. So I think, um, you know, special interests are often seen as a reward by well meaning parents or teachers. Like, you'll be allowed to read your climate change books if you. Get straight A's or whatever it is you sit quietly during circle time, whatever you're supposed to do. But I, I really want to draw out that her special interest saved her life. Yes, and so did my music. A hundred percent saved my life.
1: Yeah, and that is the way of our brains. That is the way of our people. We need our spins in order to survive. When we. When we engage in our spins, we enter a flow state. It's meditative. It's healing. We need these worlds that we dive into because that's the way that we work.
0: Yep. And I got another Greta quote for you. I'm going to share this with you.
1: Many people love to spread rumors saying that I have people, quote, behind me or that I'm being, quote, paid or, quote, used to do what I'm doing, But there is no one behind me except for myself. Some people mock me for my diagnosis, but Asperger's is not a disease. It's a gift. Some people also say that since I have Asperger's, I couldn't possibly have put myself in this position. But that's exactly why I did this. Because if I would have been a normal, if I had been normal and social, I would have organized myself in an organization or started an organization by myself. But since I'm not that good at socializing, I did this instead. Right. That's that's uh, that's fantastic. Slam
0: dunk, Greta. Yeah. I feel you, girl. She nailed it. (laughs) So then what happens is really interesting because I think we can find each other as autistic people. I think it feels very often like, oh, that guy's cool. Like they're fun to hang out with. I like that person. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we know, oh, there's an autistic person, let me hang out with them. It's just attractive. So instead of doing all this organizing, she didn't, there's no organization, there's no structure. People found her, and many of the people that found her that came to her were also autistic, and also very troubled by climate change for the same reasons she was. Yeah, And she actually said, I know lots of people, I, by the way, I got into studying climate change last year and I did pull me into a very depressive state. It's very, it's not a great thing to study if you're prone to depression. Yeah. Um, but she said, I know a lot of people who have been depressed by the climate crisis. And when they've joined the, her climate strike movement, which began being called Fridays for the Future, they have found a purpose in life and found friendship and community they are finally welcomed in.
1: That's wonderful. So
0: we, it's not that we aren't social. It's that if we're going to follow the rules and the structure and the hierarchy and the deferring to people who are older, like that part Maybe not so much, but it's not that autistic people don't want community or friends or don't achieve that or don't um, receive the same benefits. Like community benefits us in the way it benefits all humans.
1: Yeah, and and that's a big thing about our special interests because our spins lead to communities. When we have a common goal, when we have a common interest, it's much more easy for us to socialize uh, around it because we know that everyone is there for the same reason. That's the reason why a lot of us make friends in college and in grad school, because we have other people around us who want to do the same things. So we dedicate our resources together and move forward as a people.
0: Also, I don't know, have you ever had the good fortune of being at a bar with drunk friends who talk about the same stories about the last time they were drunk? Have you ever done that? That's fun. So if you are with your climate change friends, even let's just say you're at a bar with your climate change friends, on some level, you are talking about a very important thing, the end of fucking humanity, right? Even though you're drinking beer and you're talking about, I don't know, how a pigeon pooped on someone's head that day at the protest, you are there for this important reason. When, in my experience, when lovely neurotypical people get together, they seem to get drunk and talk about getting drunk or the last time they got drunk or what might happen the next time they get drunk. I don't under <laughs> There's no there's nothing <laughs> under it that matters.
1: I I was uh, with someone and uh, hanging out with their neurotypical friends. And I said, are all of your friends alcoholics? And uh, this person said, what makes you think they're alcoholics? And I was like, well, they're drinking a lot and only talking about drinking. This seems like this could be a problem.
0: No, that's what they do. That's yeah, exactly. That's, that's the what they thing. do. That's. I, I find that
1: fascinating.
0: It's so fascinating, but it's not. I. I will have a drink. I'm not much of a drinker, but I will have a drink, or I'll certainly go to a bar. Like I'm not a teetotaler against it, but if there's no, if we're all at the bar because we're chilling out after we've been protesting outside in the cold all day, I'm all in. Yeah. But if we're going to go to a bar to go to a bar, to be at a bar, to talk about being at bars, yeah, not enough substance for
1: me. That's, that's the thing, because again, when you... So uh, as we're recording this, we just went through a, a spell in the U.S. where the temperature went from negative 30 to 70 in the same week. That's a ridiculous climate change. Earlier today, I had a tornado warning in January in Kentucky where, you know, we have some bizarre weather, which is incredibly distressing. So climate change is a very, very pertinent topic that we really, really need to address. But that's the thing. When we when we address these sort of things, when we talk, we talk about these sort of issues instead of saying, you know what's great? The thing that we're currently doing, I love getting drunk. Don't you love the sensation of getting drunk? It's, I cannot deal with that superficial level of conversation.
0: It's like, there's nothing under it. And I look at, you know, whatever, let's say I live 80 years, 365 days a year. There's not that many days. I don't want to spend one of them talking about nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got
0: stuff to do. I don't like, can't do this, nothing. And so this is this is Greta's story sort of about this, but it just made so much sense to me. She said, uh, and I've shared some of this, but this is in her words. When I was about eight years old, I first heard about something called climate change or global warming. And I remember thinking, huh, that can't be true. If that were really true... We wouldn't be talking about anything else. As soon as you turned on the TV, everything would be about it. Headlines, radio, newspaper, you would never read or hear about anything else. As if there was a war going around, going on. But no one talked about it ever. If burning fossil fuels was so bad that it was threatening our very existence how is it that everyone would just be continuing like before? Why were there no restrictions? Why wasn't it made illegal? To me, this just did not add up. It was too unreal. And then Greta goes on and she says, listen, I have Asperger's syndrome. And to me, everything is black and white. I think many autistics, uh, I, I think in many ways that we autistics are the normal ones. And the rest of the people pretending nothing's happening are pretty strange. They keep saying climate change is an existential threat and the most important issue of all. And yet they are just carrying on like before. If the emissions have to stop, then we must stop the emissions. To me, that's black or white. There are no gray areas if it comes to the survival of humanity Either we go on as a civilization or we don't, so clearly we have to change. Now, this black and white, let's discuss black and white thinking. I just did a Facebook post about black and white thinking, my challenges with black and white thinking. Um, Like, duh, yeah, correct, like, I mean, black and white thinking has a negative tone. I think when we say it like, oh, she's a black and white thinker. She's very rigid. But isn't it helpful?
1: I think that a lot of neurotypical society is based on social pleasantries. And in order for to maintain social pleasantries, you have to be as bland as possible and not have an opinion on anything mm-hmm. and you have it's to why be able the to... most
0: average singer always wins american idol if exactly. you're betting if you're betting on the american idol winner find the most average one that will be who wins
1: yeah yeah <laughs> the the one who is least offensive least remarkable stands out the least because again like noted neurotypical bob bobson uh, <laughs> who never did anything of note and uh, was buried somewhere at some point at some time. Uh, we uh, it's, it is the way it is the way that they do that, that they refuse to make waves in order to pacify other neurotypicals because making waves makes neurotypicals uncomfortable for someone to say, we are all going to die. People neurotypicals might say, I don't like to think about that one bit, please sit down and, and, this this is a big thing for us because when there is something this alarming to us, we don't have another option because we don't do the whole pacification thing. If something mm. is important enough for us for, to, for it to be on our radar, that's going to be the state that it's in. It's either important or not important, and again, that's mm-hmm. a very binary thing. This is black and white. We are very binary oriented people, which is ironic considering the vast diversity of the autistic experience. Right. But yeah, but that's the thing. If it's important, it's important. If it's not, it's not important. And we don't do the whole social pacification thing just to make people feel comfortable.
0: Yep. And here's what Greta says. No matter how uncomfortable that may be, ah, 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 ah. you you only speak of green, eternal economic growth because you are too scared of being unpopular. Hot you damn, not- girl right? Hot takes from Greta. You are not mature enough to tell it like it is. Even that burden you leave to your children. But I don't care about being popular. I care about climate justice and the living planet.
1: Oh, she nailed that. Oh, that's awesome.
0: It's so clear. And I think the individualism she represents. Like, I don't want to be part of an organization. I don't want to follow rules. I'm just going to strike. I'm going to do it my way. The um, diving into our special interests to save ourselves, like for something that's important, but also to save ourselves is a key part of our culture. And this logical thinking of, I'm not going to find some gray area to be more popular. I don't need to spin this into, ooh, green economic growth. Let's save the environment and make billions of dollars. And I assume you saw the movie Don't Look Up.
1: That was the most funny yet incredibly horrifically tragic movie I've ever seen. Same. God, it Same. was so unsettling.
0: But it made so much sense. Like, we're about to save the planet, and then someone's like, "Oh, there's minerals in the asteroid or the meteor or whatever the hell it was. Maybe instead we can find a way to harvest the mineral. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. No.
1: It was a perfect encapsulation of literally everything going on right now. And, God, that's horrifying.
0: Yeah. And we're just not going to – we're not going to – make up some distraction from the core matter. And that one of my big issues as an autistic person is a lot of things neurotypicals do. I know I have had the therapy. I know that they don't think they're lying. (laughs) I experience it as lying. My experience is like, you're saying all these other words, but they aren't the words you mean. So are you saying it is not the number one priority to save the planet? Like, no, I just think we can do this and grow the economy. So you're saying you don't think it's the number one priority because I just want to be clear here. And I will keep trying to clarify, which does not seem to help. We love sharing stories of autistic culture. And if you are seeing yourself in any of these stories and you're wondering if maybe you're one of us or maybe you're already diagnosed or self-diagnosed and you want to know if Matt can help you live your life better and be more authentically autistic, check out his website at MattLowryLPP.com. That's Matt, M-A-T-T, Lowry, L-O-W-R-Y. And then that LPP, it stands for Licensed Psychological Practitioner. So head on over to Lpp.com and learn more about working with my buddy, Matt.
1: There on Doctor Who, a noted special interest of many, an autistic person. Yeah,
0: we will have to do a Doctor uh, Who show for yeah,
1: sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, so there's this character, Madame Vastra, who is a, uh, a lesbian reptoid from the center of the earth, but uh, she goes around solving mysteries, and in Doctor Who canon was the basis for Sherlock Holmes. So anyway, uh, she has this test called the one-word test. So when she talks to people, uh, if she wants to interrogate them, they can only say one word at a time. Because if you use many words, you can use many words into lies. If you just use one word at a time, that is the closest to truth that you can get. And again, this is the neurotypical thing, because the more neurotypicals talk, the more you weave this tapestry of blandness that is neither here nor there nor anything, and it says nothing. Yes. It's fascinating
0: tapestry of blandness. Uh, Greta did a TED talk in 2018 and she said, we're not very good liars either to <laughs> uh, to others or to ourselves. Um, I think that's why when I get accused of like, I will often get accused of saying one thing and meaning another, like saying, I like you, but really I don't like them. I'm like, no, if I don't like you, I will say the words, I don't like you. It will yes. not be cryptic. I yes. assure you. Yes. Um, so she said, her initial depression when she was 8 years old was triggered by the uh the lack of a neurotypical talent <laughs> to compartmentalize this fact that we yeah. know we're destroying our planet with like orgiastic consumption which was her, her phrase and she didn't have this neurotypical talent to compartmentalize that from we're just carrying on and everyone's just making dinner and going to school like it's gonna matter and she yeah. said this neurotypical talent lets neurotypicals function as inconvenient truths pile up around them yeah but it also prevents us from making the systematic changes needed now this shows up obviously in the ecological collapse she's talking about but in your family this basically describes my, family of origin. In your company, we've talked about some unhealthy company cultures. Mm -hmm. In your doctor's office, this is what is happening. And, you know, whether you are holistic or autistic, pay close attention, the holistic mind can naturally hold these two opposite things. We're destroying the planet, but we're just going to smile and have a cup of coffee. Um, we don't really like you, but we're not going to say anything about it and have an honest conversation. We're going to pretend we're giving you medical care, but we're not really going to give you medical care. But if you try and call us on that, we will say a bunch of bullshit words that will make you feel gaslit. Mm -hmm. This is a, an holistic she calls it a talent. I like that. Let's be positive. But this is lovely. We don't have it. Can't do it. Yeah. You can't give me these opposing thoughts and I can live with them. I become dysregulated. I become cranky. I become extra um, sensitive. So like I already have challenges with sound, but now a penny dropping bothers me instead of a knife or, you know, a baseball bat. So- I become more sensitive, like so many things happen when you ask us to exist, which by the way, is most of corporate America, most of the time. Yeah. One of the things my boss, I remember having multiple bosses that say using this phrase that I thought they meant, which was, I have an open door policy, which I thought meant they had an open door policy for anyone listening. Just (laughs) so you know that. that. Yes. That means I do not have an open door policy. Just so you know, that means don't bother me with shit. Yeah. But that living with that a thousand times a day in corporate. Yeah. Was like eating my soul, like a flesh eating bacteria.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's living in a world where nothing means what it means. They. Th- th- this is one thing that neurotypicals accuse us of: uh, speaking in pedantic language, where words mean what words mean. We are very specific with the meaning Huzzah! of words. Yeah, <laughs> and they consider. I love pedantic language. I I I wear it as a badge of honor. But this is a thing that really bothers neurotypicals because we mean what we say and we say what we mean. And right. this is a this is a very interesting culture clash because neurotypicals play fast and loose with the English language.
0: Yeah. And let's be super clear. The climate movement is not divided between people for the environment being autistic and people against the environment or for capitalism being allistic. It doesn't work that way. Within the environmental movement, most people, because most people are in the neuromajority, most people are in the neuromajority. So Greta doesn't, it's not like she's nice to everyone in the environmental movement. There are a lot of people actually just had a little, I just had a little tiff with somebody over this. So I was glad to see Greta had mentioned this. So somebody posted, Somebody who's in the publishing industry posted on their website, I'm proud to report we just got our ESG report back for 2022. And for the first year ever, my company was net zero. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, this is so exciting. I've been trying to get to net zero, but I have one problem, which I'll share in a minute. So I posted, congratulations. This is amazing how did you get around the, the deforestation issues? Our books have sold about a million copies. And when I add up the pages, I can't make the numbers work. Mm -hmm. And he said, what's a typical page like? They gave him all the numbers. And I'm like, are you using, because there is deforested paper and there are some publishers that are using it, but we use a Amazon Print on Demand, which is like a very popular print service that doesn't use it. I'm obviously not going to get Amazon to change to deforested paper. So I ask him and he comes back and he's like, looks like it's $13.13 to buy a carbon offset for your printing from last year. That's
1: the thing. That's the thing. Go on.
0: That's how he got to net zero. Carbon offsets.
1: This is, this is the thing that kills me about Tesla, because Tesla is not as environmentally safe as, as others. I mean, granted, that it doesn't run on fossil fuels, but that's why Tesla makes so much money, because they sell their carbon offsets. This is why it's such a successful company, not because they make great cars, but because of the carbon offsets. There's all these other companies, there's all these other people causing massive, massive amounts of damage, but buying their way out of it.
0: Okay, give us this Greta Thunberg quote.
1: (laughs) Uh, Good timing. Uh, Carbon offsetting is like paying poor people to diet for us. Yes, it's so true. Our girl Greta. Oh, Greta. God! She nails it. Oh, Greta.
0: So it's not like she's gonna bullshit just because you're on her side. And that I got, I got into a little fight with that guy. I really liked him, and I admire him for trying. But just no, bruh. That's not a thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's not making not any thing. actual difference. Not addressing any of this. Just buying his way out of it because he's rich. Yeah. It's just, no.
0: Well, and not even rich. Like, when he told me it was $13, he's like, oh, you could be a net zero tomorrow. Just pay $13. Here's the link.
1: Oh, my God. I'm like,
0: oh, we aren't looking at this the same Uh, way. I don't, Okay,
1: That's hurtful.
0: So this is the thing about social justice. Obviously, we talk a lot about social justice being a part of autistic culture. Mm -hmm. And, um... What Greta does so well is, number one, her single-mindedness. So um, having that special interest, monotropism, we've talked about that. Number two, immunity to flattery and people-pleasing on any side of the issue. Her commitment is to truth.
1: Ooh, I like that.
0: That, to me, is true social justice, not bullshit social justice. And I think that is a big part of her magnetism. I don't think people are analyzing this, but I do think that's a big part of the magnetism. And why she is trolled by so many famous people, politicians, people with bigger platforms who lift her up because of that. You can't get to it. You're not going to change your mind. You can't yeah. get to her.
1: They can't bully her. They can't uh, rationalize their way out of it. They can't appeal to ego. They all of the neurotypical skills that they have are null and void against her.
0: So good, right? Yes. And that brings us to a very special moment in our autistic culture. I I think we may soon be celebrating December 30th as Autistic Culture Greta Thunberg Day.
1: Oh, yeah. Because
0: a beautiful thing happened on December 30th, 2022. (laughs) Pulling it in, uh, pulling it in to make 2022 a great year for autistic culture. God knows why, but people do like to bully us and they will just do it out of the blue. We'll just be going along doing our own thing, reading our comic book, watching our sci-fi show, listening to our music song over and over again. We're just just going about our day. And a holistic person will feel the need to make fun of us, just just doing nothing. So a very a 2022 mega celebrity. Is a delightful gentleman named Andrew Tate. He has been banned from all of the social media profile, from all of the social media platforms. And let me tell you, that has not stopped him one bit. Because every single thing that he does, his fans take and they multiply like a multi-headed hydra. It doesn't matter. This thing cannot be cut off. It is everywhere. It is extremely popular. And I'm very glad your son, your son's a little younger, my son's a little older. But let me tell you, 10 to 12 year old boys live for this man, Andrew Tate, and his discussions of why it is helpful to beat women into submission, to force women into having sex, that a women, woman can't be raped, that a man can't cheat on a woman. I don't mean to uh, encourage you to go look up any of Andrew Tate's videos. You do not need to. Take it from me. None of it's great. And for some reason, preteen boys are lapping it up. Something I don't understand.
1: I I think it has a lot to do with the whole neurotypical social status sort of thing, because he brings this neurotypical pseudo authority figure by Mm -hmm. saying, ah, look at how success!" because he's clearly not successful. He lives on a campus made of shipping containers. The man clearly lying about all this, but promoting this image of success, of wealth, of power, of esteem, and targeting males who do not have that. But well, listen, say, he
0: is around very beautiful, scantily clad women. And that is a power some of,
1: hierarchy. Some of whom he has not kidnapped.
0: So, I'm, yes. I'm not sure which ones, but at least yeah. one or two, I'm sure, are yeah. there. By, um, and he did have a career. I, he was on Big Brother. He got kicked off Big Brother. But he's had a TV career. He had a sports career. I think it was some sort of fighting Boxing, kickboxing, some shit. I'm not gonna look it up. I don't wanna know. Uh, I will I will not have Google know I searched his name. It's not happening. So those some of those successes in sports and with the ladies and is something, I don't know, what is happening. But anyway, Greta's just minding her own business. She's just reading a book, like just chilling out over the holidays. I have no earthly idea why this man at mentions her on Twitter. Yeah. N- did no reason, no provocation. I guess he did it because he thought it would get a lot of people riled up and then get him more fans. So it's like some sort of PR ploy. Yeah. The tweet, have you, do you know this tweet? Oh yeah, about, tweet?
1: All of, uh, about all of his cars?
0: Yes, here it is. Yeah. Hello at Greta Thunberg. I have 33 cars. My Bugatti has a W16.8, I don't know what that means, quad turbo. My two Ferrari 812s Competizones have 6.5 liter V12s. This is just the start. Please provide your email address so I can provide a complete list of my car collection and their respective enormous
1: emissions because he is a, a petty, petty man who wants to get attention from other petty men by targeting the one woman that he can't possibly control.
0: What, what Leave the lady alone. This has nothing to do with you. But thank goodness he didn't leave her alone. <laughs> I'm so glad he didn't leave her alone. Uh, she did take a day to reply. So she was not, you know living her life for Twitter or for Andrew Tate. But when she replied, it was pretty, pretty simple response. She said, yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergyatgetalife.com. Nice. Ah, troll back. I will troll you back. And that, my friends, is where it should have ended. Mic drop, Greta, and scene. But did it end there, Matt?
1: If, if there's a small ego involved, it can't possibly end there.
0: Why? Why? Just leave it alone, Andrew. We're done here. Just leave it alone, Andrew. Andrew did not leave it alone. Andrew made a video, as you probably know, trolling Greta back. I refuse to watch it. I have seen the one screenshot I need to see, which includes a pizza box in the background that was used by the Romanian police to track him down for human trafficking. So you've probably heard this story, but I think it is a great celebration of autistic culture in many ways. Number one, people are going to talk shit about you. People are going to hate on you. It is very unlikely as an autistic person, you're going to be the Tom Hanks of your community. You yeah. are not going to be the most beloved person yeah. in a crowd of many.
1: And don't forget the, the crowning achievement on all that. What did he say in the video?
0: Oh, what did he say? I don't
1: know. I oh, really didn't watch oh, it. Oh, uh, he he made he called out the pizza specifically no. and just specifically said that he's not going to recycle the pizza boxes. And <gasps> did then he
0: really he
1: did, and that's when uh, after he oh. was arrested and hauled off to a Romanian prison, uh, Greta said, "That's what you get for not recycling your pizza boxes."
0: I mean, I'm just
1: saying. Like. <laughs> She had I, to dig a hole to drop the mic even lower because, uh, yeah, because.
0: So he was arrested at the time of recording this. He is in jail for at least 30 days. They did not let him out on bail. In a no. Romanian
1: prison. In
0: a Romanian prison.
1: Yeah, which I hear is pretty rough. But, you know.
0: I mean, I'm fr- all the prisons sound bad to me. I'm not a fan of any of them, Romanian or otherwise. I am, however, quite glad that Andrew is getting that life experience. I think it will make him more rounded, more well-rounded. And I assume he will be doing reading up on autistic literature, perhaps listening to our podcast while he's there and really checking in with the neurodiversity movement, which I think is probably going to inform his future work. Here's hoping. So, yeah, so here is hoping. So this is the thing, though. Um, I what my celebration really of Greta is, is this way that she embraces integrity, honesty, individuality, social justice and engagement in the world on her terms in a way that protects her mental health. And this was all part of that. She didn't just respond right away. She didn't get defensive. If he didn't respond, she wouldn't have cared. Just zero fucks. And that needs to be a big part of the center of our culture is like, we're doing this our way on our terms and we're not going to back down from who we are because it would be more convenient for other people, Andrew Tate or otherwise, or Putin or Trump.
1: (laughs) All the bullies. Yeah, we, we don't need bullies.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this was our anti-bullying pro Greta Thunberg episode. It calls for a celebration from you, Matt. I know, uh, I know that there are many challenging things about being autistic, but give me a shout out for one of the awesome parts of our culture that you have experienced, uh, recently.
1: I, uh, uh, I, I talk to a lot of autistic people. I only do therapy with autistic people. And one of the great things, especially in the past week, is that uh, I come at things from a different approach. I, I have a, a certain language about me. Uh, again, as you can see, I've got all kinds of neat stuff behind me. I have a collection of lightsabers and I, uh, I am able to fluently speak geek. And uh, when when I encounter people that have not had success with other therapists, I can put stuff into Star Wars terms, Star Trek terms, Doctor Who terms and speak metaphorically on this kind of stuff to where people are able to say, Oh, Oh, so you get it. Oh, you get, Oh, I like that way of rephrasing things. I like that way of doing things. And, uh, uh, one, uh, person in particular said that, uh, her her child came away from the session and uh, was more excited than the time they went to Disney. So uh, being declared better than Disney, I'm going to wear that one as a badge of honor.
0: <laughs> yes, better therapy that's better than Disney. Matt Lowry, LPP.com. Join today. I don't <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Uh, That is awesome. That is awesome. And I will tell you, uh, as somebody who has spent lots of time in therapy, one of the greatest gifts is really being seen. And if you are somebody who is listening and hasn't had that experience in therapy, um, my wish for you is that you find a provider who connects with you like that because you deserve it. So um, I think Andrew Tate, Maybe looking for a therapist (laughs) when he gets out of a Romanian prison. I am sure that will be one of his first stops just to process that trauma. In the meanwhile, you guys, Greta Thunberg is about to turn 20. She may be 20 by the time you listen to this. So please join me in a big round of happy birthday for our girl Greta, the autism poster queen. Thank you for being a part of our culture, Greta, for all you you teach us about who we are and for being a part of our heritage. We'll see you guys back here on the Autistic Culture Podcast. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Autistic
1: Culture Podcast. If you like this show, you can help other people find it by taking a few minutes to rate and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can find out more about
0: writing your book with me at differencepress.com. That's difference, D-I-F-F-E-R-E-N-C-E, press, P-R-E-S-S.com.
1: Or getting a psychological evaluation or consult with me at www.mattlowerylpp.com. That's M A T T, Matt Lowry, L O W R Y L P P, as in Licensed Psychological Practitioner.com.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's episode, and remember
1: no one ever changed the world by being like everyone else.